everybody. Welcome to the second episode of the Three Pump Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Bellinger, and I'm here today with Alvin Block and Stefan Block. And uh, you guys want to say what's up? Wanna... They already know why I'm here. I'm just here to annoy you and get on your nerves, you know. Hope we try to rile you up. Hey, hey, I had some technical difficulties last time, but now those are all squared away. I'll stay off my couch and uh let's get into this three pump podcast number two and for anybody listening for the second week in a row we're missing one person uh because of mental difficulties (laughs) uh that person could not decide whether they wanted to be on it or not you know that's just how it's going to be uh so going into our first pump um you know we talk about sports on the first pump so with that being said, the first topic I want to bring up is the NBA draft, uh, the results of it, what you guys like, uh, what you thought of it, if you did watch it, if you didn't. I know a lot of you guys uh, checked out, you know, who your favorite team got, uh, where some of the top uh, college players went, and so on and so forth. Um, Steph, do you want to... I mean, sure. I mean, other than the draft, there's going to be the draft, and people are going to go where they're going to go. DeAndre Ayton went to uh, the Phoenix Suns. Phoenix Suns got the first pick. Marvin Bagley went to the uh, Sacramento Kings. I mean, you know, I'm more interested about more of the offseason where key role players who have been established here in the NBA for a while are going to go. You know, more than just the LeBrons, but the other guys who may be free agents or may have a, a – opt-out deal in their contract. That's that's where the nice little strategy and positioning, I guess, of the NBA in the offseason starts. And that's the thing I'm most interested in. But the draft right. was, uh, you know, I didn't really catch it, but, uh, you know, it was like a lot of players from college and a lot of foreign guys got drafted, especially in the first top, within the top 12 uh, picks. And uh, that should be interesting. Yeah, I know Alvin doesn't really... Uh follow drafts in any sport really too much because I know I know you don't like well it's not that you don't like it I don't think you really care for college sports you're more right I just kind of don't you know really follow it okay but uh I am hoping that you know DeAndre will be a good fit for the Suns because uh those guys have fell off you know pretty pretty bad so i'm kind of hoping they can get back to some sort of glory some sort of steve nash glory you know what i mean because it's rough over there it's real rough over there right now some sort of charles barkley glory you know what i mean (laughs) speaking of deandre aiden i think you might like him you know what his nationality is like where he's from Mm -mm. he's from the bahamas Bahamas, so you know what that means prostitution yeah bahama mama prostitution (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's so like you know I, I understand like uh, if you look at things like for instance the Kings they've sucked or not the Kings I'm sorry they, well they've sucked too but the the Suns have been basically horrible for like the last couple of years uh, they have like you know some, some they have some good young pieces that are entertaining but not so much that'll give them you know W's is what, look, is what they're looking for uh, like right. Devin Booker he's real fun to watch Dude shoots the lights out. Um, you know, they got guys like Josh Jackson. He's more of a defender. But he did, uh, in the second half of the season, turn it on and start playing uh, pretty well on the offensive side of the ball. 
Um, but one thing that they did that surprised the hell out of me in the draft, after they drafted eight number one, the Sixers came around and drafted Mikkel Bridges number ten, and they ended mm -hmm. up making a trade with the Sixers for uh -huh. trading up sixteen. And, and, and the trippy part about this part is an unprotected 2021 first rounder from the Heat to move up six spots to take Bridges off the Sixers' hands for a guy that, you know, I think Bridges fits more so on like a team that's uh, a contender, you know, because he's a 3 and D type player. If he would have fit perfect right. on the Sixers, and he's from, you know, he went to Villanova, he's from Philly. His mom works in the HR department, which is kind of crazy. But the the crazy part about that pick number ten is that okay the Sixers got or the Sixers got that pick from the Lakers right right you know who the Lakers got that pick from Phoenix wasn't it Yep they got that pick from Phoenix and I believe it was in the Steve Nash trade they ended up giving up like two two or three first rounders for Steve Nash but they got one in return so it's like wow. everything just came full circle yeah. But shit, that was like what, like six, seven, damn near eight years ago. Yeah, pretty much. Back in I think like 2010, 20 or 2011, 2012 season, somewhere around there, right. you know, when they had you know mighty Dwight Howard, you know, hmm. doing so much good on that team. Um, That's mighty Dwight of you. Yeah, and you know, speaking of trade, like I just found that crazy that, it, you know, like you said, it came full circle. They ended up trading for their own pick again, and. uh I think that's that's great for the Sixers because one, they got Zaire Smith, which is like he's super freaking athletic, and then they also just to drop down six spots, you end up picking up you know yeah it's in 2021, but the crazy thing about that year is if they change the rules by then, it's gonna high schoolers are gonna be allowed to uh, right be drafted straight out of the, out of their senior year, which if you think about it, that's basically doubling up a draft class. Because in 2020, mm -hmm. you know, they're going to have, oh, you got to play one extra year, you know, to get drafted. Once 2021 in, or once it hits 2021, you got the freshmen that went in to play college that year, and you got the seniors, oh, hell, we're eligible now. Let's just go straight to the draft. So it basically doubles yeah. as a draft class, if you think about it. So I think yeah. the Sixers struck gold there. Um, another trade I wanted to bring up, did you guys read into – uh, the Mavericks and the Hawks trade for three and five. How they flipped no, out. No, I didn't. Uh, so basically, and a lot of people had this guy as their number one prospect in the whole draft, even though he went third to the Hawks technically, uh, uh -huh. which is Luka Doncic. He's from Slovenia. Yeah. And mm -hmm. uh, he's been dominating over in, uh, you know, like uh, over in Europe. Uh, I think it's Slovenia. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's actually playing in uh, at Real Madrid. Um, okay. Oh, okay. But it's like uh, I can't remember the exact name of the basketball league. I think it's just the they just call it the Euro League. I'm not sure. But uh, the dude just turned 19. He's the youngest uh, Europe Europe Euro basketball Final Four MVP that they've ever had. Uh, and he's not playing with like bums over there. He's playing with former NBA players. You know that right. one either. You know maybe they just didn't, couldn't hack anymore, or two they got old. But still. You know, it's a solid, you know, solid competition that he's playing over there. No and, doubt. And uh, he got picked third by the Hawks. And then instantly, oh, and by the way, when he did get picked, it showed uh, 
Vinny's uncle, Dollar Bill, right next to him. Shout out to Bill Duffy. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. Right next to him. Uncle Bill. Uncle Bill. Um, you know, instantly as he got picked, they were already shooting the news through. Yeah, he's going straight to the Mavericks. Uh, they just picked him here. All they're doing is sending Doncic to the Mavs for uh, the fifth pick and a future first rounder. And if you think about wow. it, that future first rounder, it's I think for the next two years, it's like top, top five or top eight protected or something crazy like that. So if you think about it, just to move up two spots, yeah, you're going to give up a first round pick, but if everything works out for the Mavs, it's going to be uh, it's going to be like a non-factor pick. It's going to be if, right. if everything works out for them, it'll be like the 20s, like which a 22, a, 25, yeah, right. which could work out because the Mavs. You know, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, the Mavs no, you, always going to have somebody foreign over there to to run the team. <laughs> and be their superstar. Right? That's what they do. Well, Dirk's already he, he's not even starting anymore, so you know he's out the door soon. So yeah, that makes I sense. I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah, wasn't he like celebrating his like 40th birthday recently or something like that? Or something crazy. Yeah, wearing Tim's and stuff. Yeah, dancing wearing around. Tims. Kicking dancing with Busta Rhymes. Yeah, kicking with Busta Rhymes, freestyling and doing all kinds of crazy shit. I didn't even know nothing about yeah, that. Big, big well. ups to, big ups to Dirk, that big lanky motherfucker. He changed the fucking game for those big men. Everybody yeah. wants to shoot a three pointer and shoot a jumper like fucking Dirk now. Nobody wants to fucking pound the rock and be like Shaq anymore. Yeah, that. Every time I hear Dirk's name, it's kind of a soft spot for me. You know, being a Bucks fan. Drafting him and trading him for, uh, you know, Robert the trash bag trailer. Um, but yeah, with that, with that trade that they happened, well, that they, you know, did with the Hawks. One, it gives them a franchise player going forward. Two, they didn't, you know, have to uh, give up very much in the end. And three, he could end up being the best player in this draft. And that's not even a long shot saying that. It's a very good possibility that could happen. Um, and the guy that the Hawks ended up getting is Trey Young, which right. brings something up. The new GM of the Hawks worked in the organi Warriors organization for, I believe, the last seven years. And it's he not was the same known GM as. We know, right? No, it's not the same GM. No. Okay. Oh, no, it's not that gym. No, no. It's not it's, Southern it, Tiff, right? No, no, no. Even though Atlanta is in considered the South, even though it's the Southeast, for right. people that don't know uh, right, right. geography. But uh, what I'm trying to say is, so they, they had a guy in the Warriors. He, he was the guy that found, or not found, because Draymond was one of the top players in college, but um, he was the guy that thought they could make Draymond this versatile defender, this, uh, you know, Jack of all trades, and so he was one of the big uh, driving forces for the Warriors to draft him. Oh, okay. And he was with them up until the beginning of this year. So their con their comparison for Trey Young is a young Steph Curry, which is kind of hard to say. Yeah, that's right. Such I a read young about kid, that. But you know, he's a prototype of of Steph Curry. He's a really good shooter. He's he's the only guy in college history to lead the, the nation in points per game and assists per game in the same season. Oh, only sure, guy. Okay. Uh, the only bad thing about him, his defense is non-existent. So the reason why I'm bringing that up is the Hawks ended up taking a guy at number 19 that his comparison is Clay Thompson. 
So you see where I'm going with this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're basically trying to make a copycat or a mini Warriors team, if if yeah. you will. Golden you know? State Atlanta. Golden yeah. State Atlanta. So you know the Atlanta <laughs> Warriors. But uh, it's kind of funny, you know, get a guy that was in their organization, he becomes a GM. First thing he does, start drafting guys just like the guys on the Warriors. Yep. Not saying they're going to become those guys, but the prototypes and the comparisons. I th- I found that I mean, pretty funny and pretty inter- entertaining. I mean, apparently that's the I'm new sorry. that's the new formula. Yeah, but if you think you know? about it, dude, like it's a new formula now. But like for instance, if DeAndre Ayton and like Marvin Bagley, you know, the guy that went to the Kings at number two, if those guys become dominant, and then even Jaron Jackson, the guy that went forth to the Grizzlies, if those guys become yeah. dominant, the next the next big thing is going to be going back to big men, back to centers that are athletic. And that can, uh, right. you know, control the paint or, you know, control the game. So, you know, things are always changing. You know, trends are always, it, it's always the meta, you know. I think it's the right. most most efficient tactical available or tactic available. So, uh-huh. but anyways. I was uh, hoping uh, LiAngelo would have got drafted. Shit. They were, they were uh, fans. They had a video of fans cheering, we want Jello. Like you know, I love, you know him in L.A. with his with his brother and his pappy. They would have took over that franchise, bro. Dear yeah, God. isn't his pappy starting his own league? Uh, I think he already does. It's called like the JBA or something like that. Some bullshit. I'm not, I'm not exactly how sure how it works, but I know the younger brother. He plays in it. That dude sprouted up. You, he's like six six. He's taller than all of them. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's fucking tall now. He still does. Can't. He play uh, in uh, overseas. He did. Him and his brother both came back. But now he plays okay, in that JBA uh, thing now. I saw something huh. on YouTube and it's it's all right. It's not like he's playing. Like if you if you just would have went to college and played there and put up numbers there, you know, it would have mm-hmm. been a lot more impressive. But you know, I guess you just do what you do. Right. I, I don't think I don't think. That's gonna do him any any favors. Competition-wise, it's you get what you get basically over there. Yeah, like it's it's here in the U.S., but it's like a whole bunch of guys that couldn't make it anywhere. Or, yeah, so like, what is it really? Is it just a pick? It's a glorified pickup game. Yeah. But uh, anyways, uh, one thing I wanted to bring up since you brought up, you know, if. Leangelo would have went to LA with his brother and his dad joking around saying they'd run the franchise. The crazy thing I saw is that in Vegas, the Lakers have the biggest odds to land LeBron. And it's not even close. Oh, uh, wow. Brian Windhorse, who basically lives in LeBron's garage, uh, reported that <laughs> it's basically going to be down to the Cavs and the Lakers. And that's it. People out here, you know, glorifying the Rockets and everything, which, you know, personally, I said that if LeBron went there, it'd be a coward move because, right. you know, if he's supposedly the GOAT, which he's not, uh, GOATs don't do that. Uh, right. That's a super team, by the way. Not something that was built organically. Uh, right. But, you know, with that's that being formula. said. That's what he does. Yeah, that's, that's, that's his forte right there. Uh, you know, do you guys see that meaning anything like for it to have the such only high... way he's at the they're gonna have to make some moves in LA for him to go over there. I think I have to get they're gonna get 
gonna have to get playoff P, and they'll have to get a uh, um uh, Kawhi. That's the only way. Otherwise, he's not going uh, over there. I hope I hope Shaq uh, I hope Shaq talks sense into him when he told him. I seen an interview with Shaq was like, "Hey, bro, don't do like me and hop hop different teams just for a championship. That that ding my legacy." Save your legacy more than anything. You're a champion already. You got three rings, bro. Like, preserve your legacy. And I really hope, honestly, he stays in Cleveland just to preserve your legacy. Like, you've already won championships. What more do you have to prove at this point? Like, yeah. At this point, preserve preserve your story. Preserve your legacy. Don't don't make it a oh you're a, a team hopper because you want you want to chase the fucking ring. Just preserve your legacy. Be be one of the best. Okay, I agree. You guys both I agree with my, that. Uh, my feelings on him. So, uh, you know, like how you say to preserve his legacy. I really don't think there's much more he can do. But the reason why I say that is because the only way he can do anything is go to L.A., Houston, Philly, somewhere, make a super team, win more rings. But that does not do anything for his legacy. Yeah, right. the slurpers will be like right there. Oh, he got his fourth ring. He got his fifth ring. Whatever. Blah blah blah. However many get he gets, right? But right. when you go back and look at it, did you get it or did the other two superstars you played with get it? Or was it all you know? It tarnishes. It tarnishes his shit. Like, because if you go back and look, when they actually won in Cleveland, he didn't win. Well, he won three games when their whole team was there. Draymond was suspended for one, which was bullshit. Uh, I think the <laughs> league was just out there to do it, out there to get him. Um, but if you go back and look at the three games they won to, you know, win the championship, clinch the, clinch the series, I think Kyrie yeah. dropped like 38 or 40 in all of them. In all of them. Right, yeah, Kyrie was playing. But nobody gives him any fucking away, credit that is a... LeBron fan that classifies right. himself as a LeBron fan. Nobody gives him any fucking credit. That's why he wanted he wanted the fuck out of Cleveland. Because if you yep. go, you can go to uh, Bill Simmons podcast and listen to the interview he had on there, and he says that, and and it's very 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 subliminal, and but you can catch it. Bill asks him basically why he wanted to uh, be be on his own team, you know. And he said, mm -hmm. I didn't want to be somewhere that whenever somebody lost the game, it was somebody else's fault, not the best players. But when they won, it was only the best player's fault or only the uh, best player that got them to W. He said, I didn't want to be yeah. part of that. I wanted to be part of if you won, you won with everybody. If you lost, you lost with everybody. That's what I wanted. And that's why he left. And it's a it's not a jab, it's a point out straight to I wanted to leave because LeBron. Everything yep. yes, it revolves around him because yes, he he was the greatest player in the world at one point. It is Durant now. Um but even if you are the greatest player in the world, you have to take blame when you know when it's needed. You can't just always take success and push the blame somewhere else. It's just how it is. Right. Even if like the media does it, he still should address it. And I I don't think there's people that really much want to play with him anymore, 
Because if, if you think about it, why wouldn't people... Well, besides Dwayne and Derek fucking Rose, who else is taking less <laughs> money to play in Cleveland? That's right. Yeah. That's no why, uh, why no JR kind of wants out. Uh, because no he's us. He said the same thing. He's like, yeah, bro, like, it just sucks that, you know, no matter what happens, it's never LeBron's fault. And basically, you know, no matter what happens, it's always because of him we won. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. that's why, that's you know, I've heard that's why JR, I've read something, that's why he's like, oh, I'm kind of cool, bro. They just don't, they don't do me justice. That's yeah. what I said in the last one, guys. Like, don't get it twisted. It's He's going to be a year older. He's not the same freight train as he was in 08, 09. He's a year older now. And all, you know, all it takes starting... is one little injury to start it all. Look at Kobe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Kobe didn't miss shit for 15 years, 16 years. One injury, and then bam, it just it was out. Yep. Started rolling. Changed him up. He had to change his whole game up. Think about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And he lost a step. He didn't, didn't have the jump anymore. He didn't didn't have the, the lift. Same, nothing. Yep. But anyways, uh, I don't know. I think I'd, I'd probably say that's enough NBA talk for today. Uh, we're going to have mm -hmm. a lot coming up next week because I believe right. free agency starts on the 1st, I want to say. The 1st of July. Really interested to see where Dwight goes. Yeah, right, because he's getting a buyout. That's true. What team are you going to fucking cause cancer in the locker room next? Oh, uh, shit. With that being said, uh... Something you brought up before we started the podcast was uh, the Lake, or not the Lakers, I'm sorry, was the uh, Yankees record. Right. And bring that up. Figure we could talk a little bit about baseball, you know, my favorite sport. Uh, right. You know, right. and your Yankees uh, being. <sighs> number hurts. one, number one, just, number one, can I just clear the air? Like, yeah, yeah you, I'm you, a Yankees fan only because of the fact of. Everybody hates on the Yankees and calls them the evil empire. So I root for the villain. I root for the bad guy. So yeah, they're my Yankees. I like, you know, I like the Yankees. I ride with them, even though we're here in California. I still like them just based off that. So actually, way, before, number, right. since since you said that, why don't we just clarify what? Let's clarify what a fan, what team we're fans of in each sport, just so just so later down the road we don't have to like keep people have people keep guessing and stuff mm -hmm. i'll just go ahead and start off with mine for me in the mlb it's the dodgers all the way uh in the nba it's the milwaukee bucks uh yeah haha ha, i know that's funny but for real right bucks fan, get over it because uh, i've had to sit here and live with the shit they continue to pour out every year the only uh bright light we have is Giannis antetokounmpo and a little bit of chris middleton uh and then in the nfl uh, it would be the Denver Broncos, uh, and I think I don't think we have to cover uh, soccer or <laughs> soccer, or, you know, hockey. But yeah, you know, well, go ahead and say my teams players. are. I don't have a uh, a basketball team. I'm just kind of I like to move from the underdog in basketball, low key. So I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm not really biased when it comes to that. So that's why even. Talking about it and you know watching games is kind of like eh because I'm not I don't really have much you know something I look forward to oh this team has to do good this year because I don't really have a team but now when it comes to football I am interested because I'm an Eagles fan not a bandwagon fan I've been a Philly fan since I was about 14 
So about 14 years, 13, 14. I've been to Philly for about 13, 14 years, whatever. So, you know, I've I've been around for the no rings jokes and I've been around for, the, you know, the dog dog days, no pun intended, with Michael Vick. You know what I mean? I've been around for a minute. Damn. That, 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 that's, mm -hmm. a, that's a that's that's a thing. You know what I mean? That's a thing. Damn. <laughs> I've been riding this train for a minute, y'all. Shit. And uh, baseball, I just watch a little bit. I had a trip out to Maryland once and went to a uh, an, an Orioles game. So that's kind of who I who I side with a little bit. I mean, like I said, I'm not watching it heavy either. It's like, okay, they lost, whatever, whatever, whatever. But other than that, you know, whatever. Steph, you're a Yankees fan. Very yeah, I'm a Yankees fan and the MLB, NFL. I'm a Raiders fan probably until they move to Las Vegas. And then after they move out of Cali, I'll probably just root for the league. I'll probably just root for the referees. Hell, they never lose. <laughs> and then, uh, uh, right. For the NBA. The New know, England I referees. Do, no, fuck them. <laughs> fuck them. Brady was that was a never mind. Fuck the tuck rule. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll get into the NFL uh, talk later. Yeah, you over here got me discombobulated. My bad. Um, and then as for the NBA, I like the Lakers. I root uh, local. I like the Lakers just because they're out here in Cali as well. You know, Kobe Bryant's one of my favorite basketball players of all time, so I tend to lean to them and root for them. So those are my teams right there. All right. So now that we got that cleared out the way, we'll get into some baseball talk. Uh, you know, with your Yankees leading the league, uh, they have the best record percentage-wise, but I believe the yes, Red so they're Sox... they're one game behind the, the, the Houston, aren't they? Uh, n not... Well, by wins, yes, but yeah, okay, by, win, okay, okay, yeah, you said by winning percentage, right, yeah, by winning percentage, they have the best winning percentage in baseball. Um, you got to remember, baseball has, it's kind of odd until the very last day of the season. Some people have right. more games played than others, so they usually go by the games back system. Um, but yeah, the Yankees, uh, Yankees have the best percentage in baseball, but the Red Sox and the uh, Astros have the most wins. Uh, one thing I want to bring up, though, and I'm I'm kind of stoked about this because it seems to be a a trend every year with the fucking Dodgers. Maybe maybe not so much last year because they went on a tear and had the best record in baseball. Uh, right. I think by one game over the Astros, but you know, one game, one game that mattered, we didn't win it. So, hmm. um, but the one thing I wanted to bring up was the fact that they were in like dead last like just about two months ago like even the, the fucking oh. Padres were ahead of them in the division and Shit. as we sit here today which is Saturday uh, you know June 23rd uh, they are in second place two and a half games back of the Diamondbacks let me cut you off real quick Nick if Go you would have said that like a minute later right. you would have had your dates completely wrong yep. I, hell <laughs> yeah Go ahead. I, I just now noticed that too uh, but yeah you know I just wanted to bring up they They've come all the way out of last place into second, and I want to say this is the third out of the last four years that they've done that. And when they tend to tend to do that, they end up winning the division by a landslide. I think the only year that um, it was close was five years ago. Mm -hmm. Let me see, twenty, yeah, no, six years ago when the Giants ended up winning the World Series as the wild card team. Uh, but even then. Uh, Dodgers came at almost dead last to to take to the division, so it's it's kind of a an ongoing trend with them. They suck in the first month or two of the season. Some somebody gets brought up, or like this year it's Max Muncy. The dude's tearing it up. 
Dude's had like seven home runs in the month of June, and we're not even close to being done with the, the month yet. And, you know, they bring him up, give him a spark. You know, Ross Stripling's been pitching out of his mind. Uh, gives him a little spark, you know, and they start climbing in the division. Um, What's up with Kershaw? Is his back still broken? Uh, he he's actually coming off the deal to, or coming off the deal to pitch tomorrow, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, I want to say he's pitching tomorrow. Could be wrong on that, but I, yeah, yeah, he's pitching tomorrow. Uh, it's crazy. It's crazy to think because the old the old knack narrative back in the day, I would say about a decade ago, would be that the Dodgers would start hot during the first half of the season and then kind of just burn and out fall off, and fall off, yeah. The second half, yeah. And that was usually because, like, all their guys would be here, and then, you know, we hit August and everybody's hurt. The only consistent player we had was Andre Ethier. Dude played through injuries left and right to try to win games, and fucking Don Mattingly just buried him into the ground. But, yeah, that's, uh, I think that's my little baseball update of the of the week. Probably touch more on it. The All-Star... All-star break coming around the corner. Right? We've got a few more weeks. Yeah, yeah. Once I think once we get closer to that, we'll talk a little bit more about that. Um, I can, yeah, we do a little. Because I, I don't know really game. who's leading in the in the American League right now, but I know in the National League, uh, I want to say the catcher's Buster Posey. First base is Freddie Freeman, I think. I think there's like three fucking Braves that are in the lead. I want to say it's like Ozzy Albies at second base. Uh, Brandon Crawford for the Giants is at short. Third base, I'm not too sure. Oh, maybe it's Arenado. I'm I'm not too sure on that, but I know the outfield is Bryce Harper, Matt Kemp, and Nick Markakis. Matt Kemp's been tearing it the fuck up to this whole season. No love. Dude just hit a no grand love, slam. Uh, uh, yeah, he hit two. Of them, right? No, 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 one. Yeah. Pinch no, grand yesterday. Slam no love for uh, Jason J. Or uh, <laughs> or, uh, you know. Oh, are we going back to the roid rage days? All right. Yeah, you know the roid rage days. We we could pull half those off the Yankees. Mark Wright. The only reason I say that is because not that the Yankees brought him up, but once you know they started shooting roids in their ass and hitting home runs left and right, Yankees would go and sign him, and that's how they end up, you know, being part of the Yankee. The Did Canseco ever play for the Yankees? I think he did for a minute. I know. I know he played. For, I, I. I. think I know he played for the Red Sox. Isn't I'm not sure he, he played for the, the Yankees. Ball? Bounced off his dome. The ball and it bounced off his head or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, hey, for him to br- start bring steroids in the game, he sort of did expose <laughs> it. Nah. He snitched. You know what I mean? Straight he snitched, snitched everybody on everybody. Everybody. Like everybody. he's like, oh, oh, you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna take steroids with me no more. All right, I got you guys. Don't right. worry. Or oh no, I'm I getting got. No, everybody's getting got. Yeah, he played with the A's and the or he won a World Series with the A's in '89, and then he won with the Yankees in 2000. Oh, okay. Yeah. He yelled everybody. Wait, he was so on the Yankees team in 2000. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? That's wild. I think that's when the ball bounced off his dome. I can't remember if he was in New York or if he was in Texas when that happened. But anyways, um, let's go ahead and I guess we can do a little World Cup update and then uh, 
Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go World Cup and then uh, some wrestling talk. Uh, yeah, let's bring up the World Cup and we can run through that a little bit, I guess. Um, let's do it. So, in uh, Group A, we got Russia. They're 2-0. Uh, Uruguay. <laughs> I know I fucked that up probably, but Uruguay, however you want to say it. Uh, I thought you were going to say it the first time. The first Uruguay? <laughs> mm-hmm. Hell yeah. All right. They're 2-0 as well. It is now. Uh, Russia's actually been dominating that. Uh... I, I mean, of course, it's in Russia. You know what I mean? That's true. They're probably, like, threatening uh, people's family. Uh, if, yeah. If you dude, score a goal yeah, against yeah. us, we'd kill your family. Hey, and uh, if you let anybody score on you, your family's getting killed. You know what I mean? They're yeah. probably playing with some serious, dude, they, they, like... They scored eight fucking goals in two games. Granted, they're playing like Egypt and Saudi Arabia, but they've scored eight fucking goals. Uruguay scored one against each of those guys. Nothing but Ivan Drago's right there, just right. fucking holding it down and shit. Throwing fucking haymakers <laughs> yeah. and shit. Alright, but uh, in Group B, we have Spain, Portugal, Iran, and Morocco. Morocco's getting shit on. Uh, actually, yeah. no, no, not really. They they've lost both games one zero. Uh, yeah, but they still lost. You know I mean? Yeah, you know, still took the L. They haven't scored a damn goal. Uh, Iran is one and one. They uh, huh? They lost. You know, wow, that's wild. Uh, I'm not sure who they <laughs> played, but it's crazy. Like looking at the point system that they have, you know, you get three points for a win, one point for a draw, none for a loss. Spain and Portugal, they both tied each other 3-3 uh, due to Ronaldo's badass fucking uh, free kick. That shit. I think it was a free kick or is it, it wasn't a penalty. Maybe it was a penalty. Whatever, I think it was. I'm not. I'm stupid. I'm a casual soccer fan. This was supposed to be Vinny's segment. Um, right. But that I actually saw the towards the end of that, that match. That was actually a really good game. Um, Ronaldo carried him. Dude has all of their fucking goals. He has all four of them this this World Cup. Uh, Ronaldo but yeah, does? Yes, Surprise. all four. But yeah, uh, Spain and Portugal tied at the top. Uh, Iran is a close third. Uh, they're one point behind them. They're one and one. Uh, in Group C, you got France. They're two and zero. Oh. Uh, Denmark is one and w or one win, one draw, no losses. Uh, Australia has one draw, one loss, no wins. Probably should have said that in the same order. And then you have Peru. They have two L's. Uh, nothing too fancy there. La France is winning. Um, <laughs> they're going to win that, that group easy. Uh, oh, all of a sudden they win something. Every time it's World right. War, they get tossed, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> all of a sudden they right. will win. So, like, if, if you go back and, you know, you look at Group A, it's going to be Russia, Uruguay. Um, group B is going to be Spain and Portugal. Group C is going to be France and Denmark. Then we have Group D, which has Croatia, who is dominating. They're two and zero, five yeah. goals, no goals allowed. They've they've looked great. Then you have Nigeria, who's one and one. Uh, they have three points. They're in second place. Then tied for third slash fourth is Iceland and Argentina. They both have one draw and one loss sitting at one point. Um, I think the only way either of them can get in 
Iceland had the upset though. You know what I mean? First World Cup, they got the upset over what Argentina, I believe. They draw. They they they. You know. It was a draw. It was a draw. Yeah, That's an upset draw. though. Yeah, yeah. Argentina's, it is. Play, Argentina's doing horrible, low key. Yeah, they are. They uh, they've scored one goal, and they've given up four. Nobody expected Argentina to be getting desert like this. This was not a like. Yeah, that was the, like for sure. They were gonna. I mean, Croatia. Yeah, but Argentina, we thought would have been at least number one, two for sure, for sure, for sure. It's 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 wild. Think a team with like Messi on it has scored one goal in two games. Exactly. And and he's had. I th I think he's had at least one penalty kick that that he choked for the win. But uh, wow. yeah, Croatia's gonna win that and. And the second team could be a toss-up the way it is, it's going right now. Nigeria has three points, and then Iceland and Argentina have one. Um, a win would jump them, but, you know, if Nigeria ties or wins, they're automatically in. Um, I hope Argentina can somehow get it together and, you know, I'm not, make it. Because I, 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 I like in, – in soccer, you, can, you know, I said I'm a casual fan, just like how you are. In, uh -huh. You know, I think you said basketball. You root for the uh -huh. underdog. I, I love the fact that Nigeria is in second place, or in, in Iceland. Right. Iceland is technically in third because of their goal difference, and then Argentina is in last. Who the hell right. would have thought Nigeria and Iceland would have would sure. be above Argentina? Right. Like that's that's, that's, that's amazing. That's why I like I like watching the World Cup, but I usually I tune in a lot more when it's like the round of 16, and right. you know, win or go home. Uh, speaking of that, this is a tight race right here. In Group E, you got Brazil, Switzerland, and Serbia all at four points. Oh, no, Serbia's at three. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Brazil and Switzerland are at four points with one win and one draw. And then Serbia is right behind them with three points with one win and one loss. And then you have Costa Rica. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. But if, hell, Switzerland right there with them? Yeah. You know, without Netherlands, you know, you don't really think of, you know, the Norse. But, king uh, of the like, North. Like, yeah, King of the North. Like, like, I haven't been watching the World Cup at all this this round. I haven't been keeping up at all. But, you know, you just kind of know that those powerhouses that have been, like, mainstays in the world in general when it comes to soccer are going to be in there no matter what. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's crazy to think if you if you look at the powerhouses – in, in soccer, USA is not a powerhouse, but they're always in the World Cup. No, right. They're not make it to the World Cup. You know what I mean? Italy is one of the best countries in the game of soccer slash football, and mm -hmm. they didn't make it. Right. The Netherlands didn't right. make it. They were in a final, I believe, the last World Cup, or the I know for sure the one before that when they were in Brazil. What team? N the Netherlands. Okay. Germany was South Africa, right? Germany won the one in South Africa, I believe. I thought they won in 2014 in... Uh, was that South Africa? Uh, off to Google. Um, I think, yeah, I think 2014. Was it? Brazil. Africa, Africa. 2014 was Brazil because remember they got clowned seven to one or seven to nothing in their own uh -huh. stadium, and then 2010 was South Africa. Uh, Germany mm. won 2014. In South Africa, I believe, or 14? I think they see, won 14, see. didn't they? I could have swore that's what happened. Let's do some history. Spain won it. Spain won it. In 2010? Yeah, 
but Spain was one, and then, and then uh, Netherlands was second, Germany third, fourth was Uruguay. No, I'm saying in 2014, Germany won that shit. Oh, okay, well, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, 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 that's what happened. Germany, they had, what the fuck? Oh, shit, I clicked on the wrong thing. Whoops. Uh, sorry for the people listening. We're kind of like doing some fact checking real quick. Oh, shit. Yeah. Wow, Argentina yeah, was, was in it. To, Vinny was supposed to be here and do this yeah. soccer stuff, but, you know, was so he, was, he had all the bookwork on it, and he had a he's acting ground. a fool. So the 2014 so, World Cup was Germany versus Argentina, and it was one to nothing after extra time. So if you think about it, the fact that they were in the last World Cup final, and they're out here getting the shit kicked out of them, <laughs> getting dusted up, and they're not mm -hmm. even gonna, they're not even gonna make it out of groups. It looks like that that's that's rough. That's rough. I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, these, you know, when you compete, it's not like back in the day where you know. When the USA was the world power team, like on pretty much everything, and everybody else bowed down. You know, it's 2018. Everybody is pretty much on even keel if you think about it. Even in basketball, remember that stretch for a few years where the NBA was getting dusted by the rest of the world, like Argentina and all the rest oh, of the yeah. fucking world, Italy and shit. Like, there's um, no reason you know, they should have lost that year. I think they had like the bronze I know, but medal. It's a, uh, you know, the world. They they've come to play. Yeah. In every sport, it yeah. seems. Even, even the World Baseball Classic. Like, I find myself watching that. It seemed that more interesting, too, than, uh, you know, a lot of other these world sports. Very true. But, yeah, uh, it's just wild to see, see that type of shit. And I, I guess it's more prevalent in soccer just because of the fact mm -hmm. that, you know, they score less goals. There's more margin for, more margin for error. Uh, uh or I guess I guess you should, I'm sorry. Less margin for error. I'm I'm not sure if I'm even wording that right. You know, whatever. <laughs> it's fucking past midnight. Um, but going into Group F, you know, you got Mexico, Mexico at two and zero. You know, Viva la raza. Uh, <laughs> they're two and zero, leading their uh, group. Uh, they're basically a shoe in unless they shit the bed in their last game against Sweden. Right. Um. They are up. They have six points. Germany and Sweden are tied for second at three points uh, because they have the same goal differential. And then South Korea is not making it out. They're 0-2. There's no chance they can make it through um, through the group stage. So they're eliminated. Um, happy for all the, the Mexico fans. I know a lot of my friends are, are fans of Mexico, from Mexico, you know. Shout out to them. Happy for you guys. Well, well, let, let's be honest. A lot of them are me a lot of our friends are Mexican, so that makes them fans of Mexico by default for the most part. That is true, you know. <laughs> hey, that's just how it is. Fuck it, you know. You know what I mean? Hey, hey, if Wakanda had a soccer team and they were winning, I'd probably cheer for Wakanda too. Yeah, so. same right? here Fuck for it. me and Wakanda. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, fuck it. Uh, going into Group G, we have Belgium. They're two and zero. Uh, six points. Th this 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 group's decided pretty well. Actually, I take that back. Uh, I don't know if it's not updated or they don't play till tomorrow. But uh, England and Panama only have one game played so far, one match played. Belgium and Tunisia have two games. Uh, Belgium's up two nothing or has two wins, no losses, uh, six points. 
England is 1 and 0 with 3 points. Uh, Panama is 0 and 1 with 0 and Tunisia is 0 and 2 with 0. Um, that looks like it's going to be Belgium England all the way, not even close. Mm -hmm. Uh the goal differentials are already so so big that it's not even we we don't need to talk about that. That's that's kind of a shitty group. You ask isn't me. England kind? Of, isn't England kind of like on a redemption tour from last? From the last they should World be. Cup? They, they, the weren't last they two, they've got the, the shit World kicked Cup? out of them. Let's see, weren't they embarrassed in the last couple World events when it came to soccer? If I'm not mistaken. I want to say last World Cup, they didn't even make it out of groups. So I want to say they're. That's just off on the top of my head. Right yeah. yeah. Yeah, they got a good chance, but you know, Belgium's out here. Eight goals scored, two goals allowed. It's a six-goal differential. If England, you know, they still got two games, two games to go in the group. But you know, you think about it, six-goal differential is pretty damn good. Yeah. Uh, going into Group H, we have Japan at one and zero. All these, all these teams for the standings I'm looking at right now, they're all have one match played. Uh, Japan's one and zero. Senegal's one and zero. Poland and Colombia are both 0-1. I'm kind of low-key rooting for Japan, though, on the strength because, you know, my PS4 is Japanese. You know, <laughs> my, my, I drive, you know, my phone is Japanese. I watch Japanese. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm kind of on the strength. I'm just going to root for them. Hey, fuck it. You know, they, they, you know what I mean? They, they, that's they a good support reason. me, and, you know what I mean? They support me, so. That, yeah, that's a good reason. I, I'll go with that. I'll go with. I, I, I'll be happy if Japan makes it through, and then Senegal. Fuck it, you know. I'm just gonna well, start hyping them up as Steven Senegal. Right there, you go. But then again, I do drive a South Korean car, so eh. Nah, I'm gonna go for. They're uh, already Japan. dusted. They're not even making it in. Yeah, that, that's true. That's very true. But Things happen, dog. You know what I mean? Fools have I mean, blown a 3-1 lead before. Yeah, that's yeah, bullshit, what though. The Falcons, too. You know what happens to the Falcons? Capcom. That that it's was their own Capcom. damn fault. Yeah. Capcom, too. I don't, I don't know nothing about them. I don't know who that is. Uh, all right. All right. That, that'll conclude our talk about the World Cup. Um, we might get into it a little bit more next week once things get uh, ironed out. Actually, I think... Um, when we record our next episode next Saturday, uh, they'll have the first game of uh, the round of 16. So we could talk a little bit about that that then. Um, but right. with our talk of the World Cup being done, uh, let's go ahead and have a little bit of wrestling talk. Um, I know you, with the passing of Big Van Vader, I know you uh, you've been watching his matches recently. I think both of you have been watching his matches. Uh, I have not. You have not? Okay, so just Steph. No. Yeah. yeah. I've been watching a little bit through the week since he, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, since he is passing. Uh, he passed on um, June 18th. Uh, Leon Allen White, better known as uh, Big Van Vader, um, you know, a big super heavyweight, uh, uh, arguably a legend in his right, even though he hasn't been inducted into the Hall of Fame, WWE Hall of Fame, even though now with him passing, I'm pretty sure he's going to get in there. Uh, you know, post after Posth his death, but posthumously, yeah. of course. Yeah, but but it's a it's a damn shame that he didn't get in there while he was alive because, you know, think about it, being damn near over 400 pounds, doing moonsaults off the top rope, and being as agile as he was. That's you know, some wild can shit. You think, can you mm -hmm. think of any other big men at that time moving around doing the things that he did? Maybe besides Undertaker. 
Um, no. I'm not gonna uh, lie. Bam, bam, Bigelow. Just, just the fact yeah, bam, when bam, I was Bigelow. a kid and I saw Vader, he scared the shit out of me just because he looked mean yeah. as hell. And a lot you know, of a lot of people said that. And it it's true. He just looked mean. And you know, as a kid, there were some guys that the big bull head, the blue smoke. Yeah, you know, there were were guys that were supposed to be like mean looking or scary, you know, when we were younger. But even then, as a kid, I was like, well, those dudes aren't scary. But when I looked at Vader, it's like, dude, that guy, that guy just looks like, like he's a handful. One and two, he just has that nasty look to him, like he's just gonna whoop your ass. And uh, I didn't watch a lot of his matches because you know. Growing up, I wasn't really allowed to watch wrestling. I would sneak in and watch it at my grandpa's house, you know, and uh, we'd watch SmackDown. Uh, very good times, but I didn't. I didn't get to see a lot of uh, of Vader's matches till I got older. Look, his, I, well, his WWF his WWF run was like through like '95 to like '98, and he'd have sporadic appearance at, appearances after that. One of the things I heard was uh, they 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 put him and Yokozuna, um, also a wrestler that passed away too. And fat camp back in the day, they put them in like in a fat training camp, and you know at night they would sneak out, get a, a rental car, and go and hit every <laughs> fast food spot. And then when they, when they would go weigh in, uh, they'd be fatter, you know, they weigh in more than what they did the previous week. So yeah, wow. man, that's, yeah, a couple stories of being that Vader. And then not to mention he was also in that infamous match where Mick Foley lost his ear as well with the rope. So oh yeah, that's he's right. A, when he got wrapped he's up, he's had some yeah he's had some crazy stories and. Vader's had some crazy things. He's not only being a dominant champion in WCW in his own right, but you know having some, having a pretty good run in the WWF and just you know, and New Japan wrestling as well is where he made his uh you know a lot of his money, made a lot of his legend lore. And he was in Boy Meets World. And yep, Boy Meets World as well too. Was he? Yeah, he like did as a special yeah. guest or what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. It's crazy too because I'm looking where he was born at, looking at all his information and stuff. He was born in Linwood, California, so that's like. You know, if you go to Linwood today, it's pretty hood out there. So it's crazy to think that he was born out there in uh, Linwood. But mind you, it was 1955, so I'm pretty sure it looked way different in the 50s compared to how it looks now. You know, but with a name like Leon Allen White from Linwood, California, you'd kind of think he was a brother if you didn't know exactly <laughs> right. who he was. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but still, uh, rest in peace to, um, like I said, rest in peace to Big Van Vader. You know, he'll be missed in the game, 63 years old. Uh heart failure was the cause of death and uh you know peace to his family um respect rest in peace and all that to his family and um you know i kind of want to move away from uh the death i know it's kind of been a few yeah but uh like i said rest in peace to vader he'll be missed i watched a couple of his matches and said one of the best big men in the game to do it Uh, going from you know a big man in the past uh I know you guys watched the pay-per-view. I didn't. I just read about it. Uh, going from right. one big man to today's big man. Uh, what do you think about the direction they got Braun Strowman going? Uh, he won the uh, the Money in the Bank. I didn't think he needed to personally, considering they can just insert him into the world title picture at any point in time no matter what because of his size and his look and how dominant he is but um that's one way that they can get it off of Brock have uh you know another Reigns Lesnar match yeah I know 
They can have another Reigns and Lesnar match because you know it's going that route. And then, uh, or even have Reigns get it off of Brock. And then, you know, if things are going sour with Roman, they just they just give up on him at some point. Just have uh, Strowman cash in and get it off him that night, whatever the case may be. You know what I mean? But it's gonna somehow that's gonna somehow tie in and getting it off of either one of them on the strength. If if a they want to keep Brock looking strong because of whatever's going on with his contract, you know they want to bring him back, you know down the line after he's done with his uh, UFC fight he's gonna have coming up most likely. Or B, if they just give up on trying to push Roman and shove him down everybody's throats and then just kind of, you know, go away from that and have him cash in on him and take it off of him mm. abruptly. Um, I don't think that – I agree with you. I don't think Braun needed it. I think if anybody that probably needed it the most to save their push or to save their spot right now would have been Bobby Roode. I thought that would have been an interesting person to have it. Not Definitely he needed it. Uh, I think an interesting and fun uh, – person that would have had it would have been the New Day. They could have did like a free bird rule with the briefcase. Anyone huh. could have cashed in. Uh, you, know. you don't want to do no free bird rules because when people start taking boots off, things start right. breaking out. Hey, hey, I got so, an ideal. I got an <laughs> ideal. <laughs> Shit. But no, I thought, I thought that would have been interesting if like, all three of them held the briefcase and they all kind of argued and jawed about who was going to cash in. That, that actually or, would have been really you know, entertaining. That would have been cool. Even though you know, I don't watch even anymore. Like, even though I don't watch anymore. I mean, the, the, the be a cause of a nice little breakup or just something to change it up or things like that. But I definitely agree that I don't think Braun Strowman needed it. I mean, they've already been featuring so many things with him giving him the push with the greatest Royal Rumble win or, you know, with him and the kid winning the tag team titles for Sheamus and Cesaro. It's like, guys, you can put him in there anytime you want. So, yeah, I definitely don't think he needed that win. Okay. Now let's go from you know people that pay attention to wrestling more you know more often than the casual fan does. Because at the moment I'm a casual fan. I don't watch it like I used to. Right. You know, with you guys, uh, you guys watch it, pay attention to it more than the casual fan. You guys, I would consider hardcore fans. But going from like a casual fan's perspective, let's jump into something they might have heard about, like uh, Ronda Rousey being in the WWE. Um, and mm-hmm. tell tell me a little about a little bit about that match with her and uh, Nia Jax, because you know, you know, I, just, you guys have an insight on it. I don't. You know, before it started, before like when the match was first announced, I was kind of skeptic about it because uh, I didn't think with a Ronda being green as green as she is. I mean, and for yeah, people that don't a, know, green no. is, means like a rookie. Well, yeah, that's green in any green's a universal term. Well, some people, you know, green some people horn, don't. Greenhorn. Green yeah. Some people don't know. Just saying. Okay, okay. Well, with her being as green around the gills as she was, or is, you know, they're going to have Naya, who's still rather kind of green-ish, to carry the match. And so I was kind of like, uh, this might be a train wreck low-key. But... It was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. A lot better. So I guess I'm okay with that. I'm okay with how it turned out. I'm okay with that outcome. Maybe not so much to cash in, but who, not, maybe not so much okay with who cashed in because I knew cash in was going to happen. Ronda wasn't going to go down clean and Ronda was going to get the title because uh, she was going to, clean means like, like a decisive, like no cheating win, by the way. Um, so Ronda wasn't going to, 
you know, go down clean. And Ronda wasn't going to win the t title off of Nia and, uh, you know, be gone for six years like Bork's been, Brock's been. <laughs> so that wasn't going to happen. So I knew a cash-in had to happen. I just wish somebody else would have cashed in the woman's money in the bank contract. But, you know, well, we're I here think, now. Um, well, I think, you know, I think about a few months ago when we were talking about her WrestleMania match with Stephanie Triple H. And we were like, oh, my God, she was so great in that match. And remember, we were like, oh, wait. She was in there with two great future Hall of Famer, well, Hall of Famer and Kurt, future Hall of Famer Triple H with Paul. So, of course, that match was going to be very fucking great and look very good. It's going to be dramatic. So we were just kind of with our arms folded, like, okay, well, let's see how she's going to do in a one-on-one -on -one match against someone that's not Paul or Stephanie or Kurt in the match. And then, right. lo and behold, we have Nia Jax. And, yeah, oddly enough, they put on a great match. I thought it was an awesome, pretty good match. Uh, it wasn't as bad as I thought. It, like you said, it wasn't as bad as it was going to be. It was better than I expected it to be. So with that being said, it was a pretty good match. Okay. Uh, the reason why I bring that up is because I know her presence or, you know, her signing with the WWE brought a lot of publicity to them. And, you know, our non-wrestling right. fans might have heard about it, you know. That's just a reason why I wanted to bring her up and, you know, take it that way. Um, you guys know what the next pay-per-view coming up is or, you know, uh, yeah, next next if pay-per-view coming looking up. Forward, you're, anything you're looking next forward to? Next pay-per-view coming up is uh, Extreme Rules and uh, earlier this week it looks like Rusev just, uh, it's going to be Rusev Day in Extreme Rules. He's become the number mm -hmm. one contender for the WWE title against uh AJ Styles, so interesting to see what they're going to do with that and how they're going to handle Rusev and where they go from here with him and with AJ Styles. Not only with that, I bring him up because uh, he's also a cover of the 2K19 game that they're going to bring, be bringing out here in October. So uh, it's like I said, it's uh, interesting to see if they're going to put it on Rusev, who's been hot as of late, you know, or if they're going to keep it on the guy who's on the cover of their SmackDown uh, game, um, AJ Styles. So, Shout out I to AJ Styles, the youngest 40-year-old I've ever seen in professional. You know what right? About that hair all laid, boy. Man, yeah, um, that man right there. <laughs> Shit. I mean, he's been the best doing it. I just hate that he, he... A lot of those guys who are over there doing their thing now, him, shout-outs to Samoa Joe, Bobby Roode, a lot of those guys who came from TNA, they just kind of just wasted. They were just wasting years over there with pretty much a dead, floundering company when they could have been over here. WWE you know, putting on different matches and actually building themselves up instead of, you know, wasting time in a company that wasn't going to go anywhere. Okay. But, uh, you yeah, want to add on to that, Owen? Oh, my bad. I, I um, didn't cut you off, Steph. I didn't know if you were No, it's fine. No, it was just, with it. Just, pr just, just promoting extreme rules. I mean, I know, you know, most of these people are probably casual and they're probably fast-forwarding through this wrestling talk, but, you know, um, I still keep my eye on it. What are you going to watch during the off-season of the NFL? Uh, you know, off-season of the NBA. I know baseball, but at the same time, it's a male soap opera. People say that it's fake, but it's only choreographed. It's not so much fake as it is of them busting their ass in the, inside the ring, putting on a performance and telling a story. So that's my take on wrestling. Alvin? Um, I guess I'm going to stick before the SummerSlam. I just figure... Everything in between now and in August doesn't really matter because it's not SummerSlam. So I don't expect Rusev to get the title or anything. It's just going to kind of 
pillar. You know, they got, yeah, they're, they're going to keep the title on Styles and, you know, just kind of book him in a marquee match for SummerSlam. I don't know yeah, against if, who, but... If, if, they, if they didn't put it on Yao Ming, they, they ain't putting it on... Right! Uh, Rusev. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, Nakamura, come on now. Shinsuke Nakamura. <laughs> they're probably not even from the same fucking country. I probably just sound like a no, fucking bigot right no, there. They're not. God damn. They're not, but whatever. Anyways, <laughs> I was just hyping it up, but I knew you're he was from Japan. Yeah, you're just a American. Yeah, you fucking American. If you would have said um, Jeremy Lin, I think that would have been better. I think he's Chinese, right? I don't know what Jeremy Lin is. I know he he's from the U.S. though. <laughs> Right, right. Well, I mean, yeah. it's his ethnicity, wow. you know what I mean? I, I, I think if I had to go off of his last name, I'm going to say he's... If I, It'd have to be Chinese if it was one of the other. Because I think yeah, Lin, I think Lin is more of a Chinese last name. Well, but, I mean, uh, you know, with Shinsuke, how many fucking crotch shots can we see, low blows can we see between him and AJ? I mean, I hope AJ don't plan on having no more kids. I, mean, I just I like the like fact that he's said, <laughs> sorry, I no speak English. <laughs> it's like, English, bro, you, were, you were just speaking hey. that shit five hey, minutes ago. Were, That's why I love I love that dude. When they were signing the contract for the last man standing last week, he was like, this pen is broken or some shit like that. And AG was all, no like, ink. Yeah, yeah, this pen has no ink. It's broken or some shit. And fucking AG was all heated like, motherfucker, just signed this shit. Like, he had, he had Dean Malenko and fucking... Uh, <laughs> Simon or uh, 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 Simon Pierce or somebody holding him back and shit like that. I know it was Dean Malenko. Shout out to Dean, bro. Yeah, they were holding AJ they back. They had like, him no, on no. there, dude. They had Dean Malenko as one of the guys officials in the back. Yeah, That's like wild. Dean Malenko works. Dean Malenko works in the back now. Uh, Tyson Kidd uh, produces matches now. Um, Jamie Noble, um, Shawn Michaels works behind the scenes at NXT now. He produces matches. So yeah, they got a lot of cats that that we used to watch coming up. Producing a lot of these matches now and shit, so That's I cool. mean, you might you might notice a few moves and a few storylines and shit that you're like, oh, I remember that shit back in the day. It's because a lot of these guys now are behind behind the scenes. Devon Dudley, a lot of these cats back back there working the working these matches and shit now. All right, that's pretty cool. Um, speaking of like old dudes, and you know, this I think this is a good transition into this topic. Um, it's going to go into just, just one little piece of NFL news, um, or I guess you could say two, but uh, going from one old dude, or a couple old dudes, to one, <laughs> what right. do you guys think about Tom Brady coming out and basically saying that he's not going to retire until he is at least 45? Until he gets hurt, you know what I mean? Until he gets a real bad injury? Mm-hmm. How old you is know, he right now, Nick? Ah, uh, shit. I think he's going to be 41 this season. Hey, okay. Remember, so he's he's talking four more years at least. Mm-hmm. And in hey, 41, this is where Brett, this is where Brett fell apart. This is where Brett retired. Exactly. You know, exactly. Pey- Peyton I mean, right around the same age. Peyton, I think, was 40 when he retired. He would have been just, 41 if he would have played uh, in 2016. I just remember seeing Brett crumbled up in a heat, dude. From some hit somebody gave him bad. I don't know. I don't remember. If he was Jonathan Vilma from the Saints. Or if he was a Viking. That's never. Oh, no, no, my bad. People, my right? bad. That was Kurt Warner. I'm sorry. That was Kurt Warner. 
that I don't know. Out. I don't know if it was a if it was a Viking or if he was a Jet. I just know that he was getting he was getting his ass whooped, and it's like Brett, no more, bro. Like you gotta call it quits, dog. I think that was Not that only... playoff game that they made, like when they had that la last playoff run they had before this one. I get the Vikings, right? Yeah, and I think that's what that was. was. He ended, he no, he ended up coming uh, back yeah, the year after they through. lost. Okay. To the Saints in the, the NFC uh, championship game. After mm -hmm. they lost that, he came back the next year, and that was his last year. But I think he only played in like eight games. And his last game, he got fucked up on like a blindside yeah. hit. And yeah. I don't remember him getting up. Uh -uh. So, And if he did get up, it w he was helped off the field. Yeah. But um, I know that was that was the last game he played in after he took that blindside hit, and I, I it was on the he played for the Vikings, but I'm not sure yep. what team they were playing that hit him. But the way I look at it is, it's going to be the same thing with Brady as it's as it was with Kobe. You know, one mm -hmm. injury is all it takes. Yeah, yeah, he had an ACL uh, tear back in fucking what 2006 or something like that. Something, something like I think it's somewhere around there, but you know. I'm talking more of like a, a torn hamstring or a torn calf muscle or a or, or separated shoulder, yeah. you know, something along those lines. All it takes is one, and you're not playing in the softest sport in the world, even though right. the, Goodell's trying to turn it into <laughs> uh, one. But, like, all it takes is one hit, dude, and, yeah, you've been able to keep your body at, you know, you're, he's not in, like, some... LeBron James type form or some Tiger Woods type form. He's got a, bo a dad bod, but he keeps good good care of himself. He eats well. I know he uh, he he does a lot of cardio and he lifts he lifts weights, but he he doesn't look like a bodybuilder. But he does a lot of cardio with that dad bod. He has a dad. Yeah. Well, he don't have he don't have fat, but I'm saying like it's not it's not okay. It's not a Peyton Manning dad bod, but it's like. Uh, you know, there are no fat dad bods, bro. <laughs> I'm just saying. Shit, who knows? But anyways, Nick, don't you got one of those? What? <laughs> I got oh, what? Nothing yeah, nothing I, I, I'm a anyways, little. I'm a little. I got a little, a little heftiness in my belly now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm two Never used to be that way, but hey, butt. I'm a dad now. That's what happens. You know. Right. Too much meatless. Damn right. <laughs> Hit me up for Michelada's five bucks pop. Um, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, but uh, yeah, all it's gonna take is one hit. That's all I'm saying with him. I think he's crazy. Yeah, I, it's gonna take something that's just gonna make him alter his game, and he'll never be the same again after that game was altered. Mm -hmm. Like go back. Leg or even his arm. Go back to when in 2015, and yes, I'm gonna bring it up because the Broncos won the Super Bowl that year. But that AFC Championship, the Broncos fucked him up. Like, <laughs> like, fucked him up. And they said that he didn't do any football-related activities for, like, fucking four months after the season was over. That's how bad he got hit. And he got a, he played wow. with a concussion that game. Who Hell, who knows? He might end up with a second one in one game. But uh, that that's what his wife, Giselle, was talking about. He got a concussion that game, and they fucked him up. And the way I look at it is, like, you know, we were talking about legacies and all that when we were talking about LeBron and the NBA. Brady does not need to do shit to enhance his legacy, like, at all. This is one thing. I used to be on the other side of it saying I would always fight 
that Peyton was the best or Montana was the best. And I still think Montana's up there and I still think Peyton's up there. But I'm not, you know, ignorant enough to not say Tom Brady's one of the best. Even though I believe he's a system quarterback, you still have to perform as a system quarterback. So there's nothing left for you to prove. You have, like, two young kids, you know, go, go enjoy your time with them. You know, be a dad. Because, you know, that video series or whatever it is he had, he, he looked like, he, you know, his kids love being around him. He loves being around his kids. You know, football's that not that important, dude. You right. know, there's, there's other things, you know, you can do in life. You already got a shit especially, ton of money. Your wife's richer than you, you know. Do us all a favor. Especially when you retire. Especially, <laughs> yeah, right? Especially when you've done it all and seen it all and won it all. You know what I mean? Like, What's up? You know, there's there's not a dunking contest in the in the NFL, or else he'd probably join that and try to win that too. You know, so. <laughs> Honestly, it probably I bet he's good. going after records. I I think he's gonna try to break Peyton's record, because he he's already had more. I think he's already had more games played, and he's still like quite a few thousand yards behind him. So like right. on a on a game an average per game basis, Peyton's dominated him in yards, touchdowns, all that shit. But I think over time with the longevity of his career, he's I think that's what he's after. I think he wants those records. And and you know, the way I am in sports, I don't blame him. You know, if I'm close to a record, might as well go for it. But yeah, you know, I mean, he has to he has to surpass his son. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, like I said, yeah, you said, you said, yeah, you said already, you said already. Yeah, uh-huh. Well, I mean... <laughs> I never he, said he, that he, fucking Peyton was not Tom Brady's dad. Peyton's got more wins against him in the fucking playoffs. So, all I said was Brady's up there with those three. Or, it is those I'm three. That's my dad. And you can put John Elway up there, too, top four. But, is, that the Mount, no. is that the Mount Rushmore? Come on, bro, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Listen here, Skip. I'm gonna tell you one thing, Skip. Egg is them two for face. sure, for sure. A horse face is, bruh. <laughs> yeah. They played for the, you know, a. They could have been the mascots. Hey, shout out to Shannon them. Shout out to Shannon Sharp dude. and John Elway. I love you guys. But man, he does look like a horse boy. Like, he yeah, does, he dude. does, dog. Yeah, he does. Listen here, Skip. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> hey, dude. <laughs> Shannon Stallion, bro. You know what I mean? Hey, that fool be fucked up. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's my dog, though. That's some wild oh, yeah. shit. All right. Um, another thing I wanted to bring up about the NFL, and you know, it'll lead us into our uh, into a segue. But since we're on the NFL topic. Uh, the Madden ratings got released. I believe it was earlier this week, and you know, to, oh, the, I hype, those. to the hype of Alvin, the Eagles came out and they were the number one rated team in Madden to start yes. the season, which they should be. I think they're the best team in the league at the moment. They won the Super Bowl, yes, but that doesn't always mean that you're the best team going into this next season. But True. I believe the Eagles are. They're they're built from top to bottom. Um, they're they're basically stacked if you want to call it that, but they're not a super team like you know in the NBA they create super teams. This is a really good team, <laughs> but I don't agree with the ratings fully. Uh, they gave them a 90 overall, and the second highest team was the Patriots at an 84. That's a wow. six point fucking difference. 
from number one to number two. It, we're not sitting here talking like the Eagles are this fucking dynasty that's been shitting on people for ten uh, years. I'm disrespectful. I'm disrespectful. I'm, I'm, it's it's <laughs> realism. I'm disrespectful. That, that's that's wild. Six fucking points. You just sound jealous because your team's a 73 or whatever the hell they were. Man, I think we're like a 77, but fuck, I, I know we're a 77 or some shit like that. I'm not out here saying we're fucking six points better than the second team that we beat by a touchdown. Like, I think they okay. ranked us too low, bro. They gave us, a, they gave us an this extra dude. point overall. An extra point overall. I, like, I know you guys dude, won by, like, what, point we seven? Them. Yeah, you know, we won by seven points, right? Uh, or six or whatever. Like but, like, let's be real. Overall ratings, like, one point is worth a touchdown if we're if we're comparing things. Six fucking points? Six? Over the second best team? My ass. Like, I don't give a fuck that it's the Patriots. Or I think it's, like, the Patriots, the Steelers, and, and that's a fucking joke. Um, and somebody yeah. else yeah. are all 84s. No, they, they didn't give us a point overall for every point we beat them by, because then we'd be like a 92, because we beat them by like eight points, 41-33. I, I just, I just think it's wild. I just think it's wild that six points. I don't, I don't disagree no, with I them didn't... being the best team, but six whole points. You know, that's the only team that's gonna be played online. Nobody's gonna fucking touch anybody else. Because everybody's a bandwagon fan, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. You know. Wow. <laughs> Some people are. Hey. I, I, I only saw. I've been around. I only saw two people, Question. maybe two or three people with uh, Eagles jerseys on, before they won the uh, Super Bowl, and that's you, Alvin, and uh, Miss. That's it. Yep. I have not seen anyone, anyone else that's been a diehard Eagles fan, uh, that shout I know. Out of. Melissa. That you know. What shout up, out to girl? <laughs> Shit. Question. I got a question. Go for it. Mm -hmm. if, that, if that Super Bowl is played ten times in a row, same people, same Ooh, scenario, that's... same spot. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say the Eagles win probably eight Eagles out of ten. Seven out of ten. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they they were a good team. It wasn't a – like, yeah, Nick Foles, they had a backup quarterback. But um, he played great the whole playoffs. So it's not like he just – Oh, hey, I'm going to throw for 400 fucking yards in the Super Bowl, but I've only thrown for 100 the last three games. Nah, he was he was tearing people up. I think he only had one bad game, uh, and that was at the end of the regular season. Uh, oh, no, I, he was kind of so-so against the Falcons, but it's not like he played terrible. I, th I still think the Eagles would win like 7 out of 10. Okay. But, uh, you know, talking on... Madden ratings. Um, that's going to lead us into our second pump of the podcast. Uh, we'll be going into video games and uh, everything that comes along with that. Uh, going into that, though, we're going to take our halfway break and we'll get back into the podcast right after this quick break. Uh, thanks for thanks for listening. podcast our third section we'll be uh talking a little bit about news in today's society uh and just random shit that comes to our mind uh, basically just like uh, open canvas and 
you know, we just talk about things. We'll we'll let things flow. We have topics, but most of the time it's just flowing and uh, just talking about anything that comes to our mind. But I know the w- the big topic we wanted to bring up because it happened so recently. I think it was only like two three days ago. Uh, was um, and I know I'm gonna fuck up how you say his name. I still to this day cannot. I do not know how to say it. But I want to say it's XXX Tentacion. Uh, and him, uh, his death. Uh, if you don't know, which, you know, if you don't know, you either one, living under a rock, or two, you just don't give a flying fuck about social media, which is perfectly fine. It's not like, you know, I'm sitting right. here saying you should know about this guy because personally, personally, his sure. death doesn't affect me. <laughs> you know, yeah. his, his death doesn't affect me. Um, we barely know about this guy. You know, we barely know about this guy, but we wanted to talk about it a little bit because just the way things have been going recently, um, something I'm going to bring up real quick, and it's a little off topic, um, it's coming to my mind right now, is uh, a guy we went to high school with, and uh, I played basketball with him for a little bit. Uh, I'm not sure how, how well you knew him, Alvin. Uh, I'm not going to say his, his full name because just because of, you know, privacy due to it, but, um, somebody we went to school with, uh, I guess you could just to put in layman's terms, committed suicide. And, oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it seems to be that in the last like week or so, because you know, this, this isn't the first person I've knew. I, I had a close friend that, uh, committed suicide. I'd say about I think it's coming up on three years now. Um, And, you know, somebody we know put it out on Twitter and and they they made a really good point about you never know what somebody's going through at any point in given time because, you know, when you're around friends, it's usually a happy time, so you don't really know what someone's dealing with. And uh, he made a good point to, even if you don't, you know, because like as a man, you feel like you show weakness whenever you talk about your problems. But he said that as a friend, he thought like, you know, something like, hey man, you know, how's it going? Everything good? Uh, Would have went a long ways. And the fact that he brought that up, and I know, you know, he was, this was one of his close friends. If I, I, I personally don't know. It could have been one of his best friends. But the fact that he brought that up, you know, I thought was, one, it, you know, it's it's a hundred percent true I feel like you know as men we do we do feel like that but as friends we don't often check in like we should so the reason why we're bringing up you know uh, this XXX death and we'll be bringing up Vinnie Paul's death which he was a drummer of Pantera and we brought up Big Van Vader's death earlier in the podcast is just a reminder to where you know not every day is is, is guaranteed you know um, think of the next day as a blessing as a gift you know you're not always going to be here so sure. um, enjoy it while you're here enjoy the people that you love and that people you care about that are around you enjoy them um, and just little little things like that so um, I I know I know. I know you wanted to talk about uh, Vinnie Paul, the Pantera's drummer that passed away, 
and then um, a little bit about XXX and him getting shot. Uh, so, um, did you want to roll with uh, Vinny Pauls, or I just I'll let you speak on it. I'll let you go. I'm gonna go a little bit on X. I think when it comes to X X X Tentacion, you know, I hear all these. I have to hear more of the news from my kids. You know, most of my kids, um, and their teenage years, so. This is more their their side of the music, and it's like you know, oh, they're telling me he was changing his life, he was gonna do this, this, and that for the better, and it's like okay, well, you still have to account for all the evil, not evil, but all the bad, negative you put out in the world, and unfortunately, whether this was part of it or not, you know, wrong place, wrong time, whether it was robbed or whatever the case may be, it was. It's sad to see someone young have their life taken when they didn't really get the message or they were starting to get the message and it was too late. Yeah. You know, but at the, at the same time, let this be, you know, a warning or like a warning shot or a, a moment of clarity for all these young youngsters out here nowadays who use social media or the internet like some kind of gun because they think they're so bold and hard and a gangster because, you know, you're on social media posting something and they can't catch you because they're clear away on a cross country or and in a different city, and it's like you're not bigger than these streets. You know, the streets don't give a damn about how many YouTube followers or Instagram likes you fucking get. If you're out there on the, if you're out there popping shit about someone in the streets, and it gets taken to that level, you have to be prepared to be sure that you're able to uh, be accountable, accountable for what you said, or be accountable to defend yourself when the time comes when you have to be held accountable for what you said. So. I mean, I just like I said at the end of the day, I hope these youngsters learn a lesson from that. Take a chill pill. Don't be so quick to fly off to social media to air out their grievances or start start talking their shit. Instead, try to woosaw and ask yourself: Is it really that is big it it? of an issue? Is it worth it? Because obviously, we've seen what the end result was. Even if he was trying to change his life up or not, we see yeah. him slumped up in his Lambo, man. Yeah, you know, cool. and like seeing that. Like, you know, I didn't agree with what he had done in the past. I wasn't a big fan of it. Right. Like, flat out, like, I'll be honest, I thought he was a bitch for doing what he did. Um, whooping his baby mama's ass when she was pregnant and all that shit. But uh, I, I, don't, I don't agree with that, and I never will. But uh, for, I guess he was either turning around his life or trying to do good or was in the process of doing it that was right. good all by him and then you you know you just gotta think about it. at the end of the day he was only 20 years old anyone yeah. anyone dying at 20 is just that's just not that's not cool that's not right especially the way he did murder you know it's not cool so uh you know uh, it's just a little thing i think we wanted to talk about just just so people get the gist of you know yeah, the, and the Pantera say. death is... Watch how you Pan, act. Pantera, the drummer, was a little fresh to me. I got to do a little more info about him, but I've always liked Pantera. I've always been a fan of their music, you know. Yeah, so, I don't I, mean, I don't know much about that death. I just know um, his name, and I believe he was only like 54. Yeah, so, he was uh, in his 50s. Yeah, so I, I want to say it had to be something. 40. Yeah, right? Seriously. Uh, so... A little bit out of the, you know, the dark and the 
down in the dumps type feels, you know. Uh, so the, out of the serious stuff, let's go ahead and yeah. I, I want to bring up this clown because you know we were talking about uh, putting things on social media and saying shit that you know you may say some shit and people may take that very seriously and some people one either don't give a fuck or two they have nothing to lose so they right. may go to drastic uh you know just drastic measures to either one kick your ass or two possibly kill you and that's why i want to bring up this clown uh takashi 69 now when i saw that you know the ex do x had gotten shot the first thing that came to my mind and i and i hit up alvin too and, yeah that's the thing and i f part of it's fucked up but it's it's somebody hit, somebody beat me to it somebody went and takashi put out something like uh oh they killin killin and yeah, somebody killin replied killin'. to him oh don't worry about it you next and you know because i guess he's in some beef with uh asap everybody is it asap or is everybody. it chief keef i'm sorry chief see i'm an idiot it's with chief keef now I guess basically he is on the run from Chief Keef. One, he he also uh, he also what is it um, disrespected the Sureños in L.A. Uh, he, really? He's, he's just yeah he's just doing a bunch of wild shit to where he needs to watch himself because like yeah he may be trolling yeah he may be joking around or just being stupid in general but there's people that are gonna take that shit serious and he's it's not looking too hot like you know so my, my question is is with the way kids like kids love this type of shit now like th th what's that dude boink or boink boink <laughs> boink like, yeah like that dumbass got famous for making himself look one look like the fucking joker and two recording himself stealing shit or like you know, running out of a barber shop, not paying for the fucking haircut, like shit like that. And Stupid. and and the sad part about you know, there's people that think that shit's cool. Yeah, they think it's funny. And it's like you know, at the end of the day, everything you know, it, it may be funny, but like, there's some kids that like take that shit to heart. Like, oh yeah, fuck yeah, that dude's hard. Like, fuck yeah, I'm gonna be like him. No, fuck that. No, yeah. you don't. Yep. So. The the fact those words right there are gonna bring up our list section of the podcast, you know. Before we get into that, I got something to say about uh, the Takashi thing and stuff. Oh yeah, you've been you've been kind of quiet on this whole. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the thing about it is, like I always joke with my nephews, and the I, you know I even tell my brother, you know, anybody can get beat up, anybody can get socked up, and you know, and that's, you know, and that's real. Because uh, anybody can get touched at any point in time. Ain't none, ain't none of us, you know what I mean? My brother say, ain't none of us bigger than the streets. Any of us can get touched. Any of us can get, any of us can get done. You know, and that's 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 like for real, for real, for real. Like really, really, really. Anybody can get done at any point in time. You know, and uh, you know, and the whole, you know, Takashi disrespecting everybody. It's like, yeah, it's all fun and games to you. Yeah, you playing, but not everybody out here playing. You know what I mean? Right. That's 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 it. That's 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 just how I feel about it. You know, yeah, you playing, but not everybody playing. True. Not everybody wants to play. Yeah. Not everybody yeah. want to play. You know. But uh, so with 
with that being said and everything, and we're rolling off of, uh, oh, excuse me, we're rolling off of, you know, when kids like, oh, I want to be like him, or I want to be like that, um, and you know what, celebrities, it seems like a lot more celebrities are dying young, and uh, just crazy shit's happening, you know, in the world, so, um, our, our list section, you know, because we have a list section in every single podcast that we're going to be doing, it'll be a top five or a top ten. And uh, today's topic on it is the top five, your top five most influential celebrity deaths. And uh, if, uh, do you guys want me to start on mine or do any of you guys want to take the reins and run with it or? Uh, You can start. I got to think on that. I'm not going to lie. I got to think on that a little bit. Okay. So I I, I did this one pretty quick. Um, It may change if I actually do more research but I just went off the top of my head and um, I have like five slash six I think there, there's two deaths that are I think go together and um, not in any order um, I my top five would be like one and I'm gonna bring this guy up first is Muhammad Ali uh, mm-hmm. him just dying brought more awareness to the type of person he was the type of person you should be what he did for one, his race and people of color in the whole world and just right. everything about him in general it, it brought more awareness to how you should act, how how you should fight for what you believe in and, and different things of that sort so he's on there for sure um, I put her, these two, these three girls these three women, I'm sorry these three women on here because they died tragic deaths and I believe that they had an influence in it and one would be Aaliyah uh, I have her on there uh, Princess Diana yeah. and Selena and I think Selena had more of an impact on like uh, international you know international crossing over to I guess you could say nat- the US type music I forget how um Evelyn worded it, but like it was like a crossover, crossing over different countries and uh, from Mexico to the U.S. and being successful in that. And I think her death, one, it was tragic, but it also uh, it it inspired a lot of, I guess you could say, like uh, girls and women, even guys. It, it it inspired them to, you know, just do like better Tejano things. Music, right? like yeah, Tahano music, music right? Yeah, Tahano music, culture. All, yeah, the culture in general, like, you know, she was, I think she was born in, like, Texas. She wasn't even, yeah. like, she didn't even speak Spanish, but she sang it beautifully. Right. And, um, you know, just, I thought she had, she had, her death was pretty influential on, you know, music in general. And then Princess Diana, just in the world, and, you know, she was a great person, great human being. Uh, yeah, I mean, a humanitarian. Yep. And then my last two that go together... Big engine clock. Right. Just the fact that with the East Coast West Coast beefs, both of them dying, um, I think not only did hip hop have an edge before that happened, I think it gave it an even bigger edge going forward. Um, just to this day, people are bumping Tupac and Biggie jams, and a lot of it. One, they made great music, but two, the way they died, I think, um, influenced the rap game even more. 
because you know people out here rapping and singing about you know one like they didn't gang they they weren't gang banging when they died, but they got shot. And a lot of people fucking oh, that's, hype that's, up that That's bullshit. debatable depending on, you know, we talk, talk about Pac. That's debatable, but, you know, go ahead. Well, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah that, that's true. But I'm talking about when they got killed, though. Like, yeah. Like, th- that that moment in time. Um, yeah. But, yeah, that's my top five. I, don't, I shouldn't have gotten into much detail. I should have just said it and just ran with it. But enough, enough rabbling on about me. Why don't you guys go with your – give me your list. Let's hear them. If you ain't got a top five, just shoot it off as just whatever you can think of. Well, you stole a couple of mine with Princess Di, Tupac, and Biggie. So a couple I was also thinking was um, JFK. Um, that 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 changed the world. Uh, he was the first young president, first Catholic president, I believe. That was a big yeah. deal back then. That was a real big deal back then. And yeah. um, you know him being involved with Cuba, the Bay of Pigs beginning of the cold war um it was a tragic day when he passed i wasn't around but you know all the all the older people remember the day that jfk died exactly where they were and things like that so i would put jf jfk up there um i would put elvis presley up there Ooh, that's he's another big, one fuck that's a good even one. even though he even though he stole a lot of his music <laughs> Uh, he still <laughs> he still was an influence in rock and roll even if you want to admit it or not so uh, I'd put him and uh, JFK definitely up there. Those would be a couple of my guys. Like I said, you stole my thunder with uh, Diana and Tupac and Biggie. So okay. if anything, I'll just add a couple right there that no one got mentioned. I kind of, I picked, I know, I, I want to say three three slash four of them had to do with music, but right. I, I picked and Princess Diana because King. of a political, per, yeah, Martin Luther King, JFK. Luther I would have added them to, me, to that's it. That's not like low hanging fruit. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I, I, I try to stay away from them as much as possible right. because, you know, like you said, low-hanging fruit. And then um, I only wanted to pick, like, one political figure. So I, that's why I picked Diana. And then I picked one athlete, and that's Muhammad Ali. But he was just a hum- great humanitarian in general himself. And you could technically so. put JFK Jr. there because once he died, that was kind of it of the Kennedy uh, bloodline. The little, the little rain. Yeah, because the way he tragically died with that, that plane crash. Yeah. Some people say that family was cursed. That's true. Was it the only one that basically lived was Jackie Onassis? Yeah. That's wild. I know Maria Shriver is in the family. Ted Kennedy lived for a minute, even though he killed somebody by wrecking and car crash, Wait, Maria Shriver, ain't that the one that was married or is married to Arnold? That was, yeah. She's a Kennedy. Oh, okay. Shout out to shout out to Arnold's uh love child. Uh Right, being in Bakersfield, not too far away. And shout right. out to Arnold in general, because he dusted a predator, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'll be back. Get to the chopper. And he, and he saved Mars. Yeah. Fuck. Sting. <laughs> All right, oh, Alvin. Hagen, they need more air. <laughs> right. All right, Alvin, you've had enough time to make your list. What is that? I only got like two to be real off the top of my hey, head. That, that's to be fine. Like completely honest. That's fine, brother. Uh, one right, one I'm gonna go with is a uh, Easy E. Okay. Even though I think his music is extremely, extremely overrated, anybody that feels different can debate this with me. Um, but his death brought a lot of awareness to AIDS. 
HIV and AIDS. But especially I ain't gay. in right yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Especially in the heterosexual community. Because, you know, it was like a gay disease, but he was like, nah, dog, if you guys seen the movie, I ain't gay. I didn't what he said yeah. verbatim, but, you know, that's what I'm going to say. So that's a thing, you know what I mean? I feel like that was an important, not, you know, I don't want to call it death important, but that was, an, that was a moment. Okay, this AIDS thing is real. You could even put, so, uh, what's his name, Freddie Mercury with him as well. Wasn't he gay, though? Uh, I think so, yeah, but like yeah, just, for, see, just for AIDS in I general. Mean, the group, though, I'm I mean, saying. the group the group he sung for is called Queen, guys. I mean, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, and they're yeah, making it, they're they're releasing walks. a movie about it too. So the walk yeah, like I, yeah. I wanted to throw Easy up there as opposed to somebody else who you know what I mean I could do do the dude from the real world up there too, but I picked Easy because uh, you know, because like I said, he was a straight African male, and um. You know how, well, I mean, Nick, I guess you'd know from the outside looking in, but Steph, you know how it is in the black community, dude, like, we don't talk about things like that, you know what I mean, like, we don't acknowledge, you know, AIDS and mental, mental health. health and things of that nature, which right. is another topic for another time, but that's a thing, yeah. and, um, you know, another guy I picked was uh, Steve Irwin. Oh, yeah, okay, so, yeah. Because Boy, that, crikey, got me a stinger you know in mean? your like, heart. That's... Oh, I that's the crocodile hunter, bro. I ain't gotta say no more. You know what I mean? Yeah. They just the crocodile hunter. That's all I gotta say. So yeah, that's he he thing. did make uh, animal videos and TV shows like that. Cool. So yeah, you know what shout I mean? out that, to him. That was the crocodile hunter. So I was like, I wow, mean, they dusted that fool. You know what I mean? And another one I I thought too, just kind of like a side note, just because I liked him a lot. Uh, Prodigy from Mob Deep. Now, I know that wasn't like, you know, world changing like Tupac or Big E or anybody of that nature or even Easy e for that matter. But, or not even as big as Big Pun maybe, but that is somebody that I, I like his music and I do listen to, you know, Mob Deep all the time prior to his death. And I listen to songs, it's like, yeah, I, I kind of miss that cat, dude. I I, uh, I liked Prodigy. But that's, you know, neither here nor there. That's just kind of a shout out to Prodigy and Mob Deep. Okay. Well, let me go ahead and just add this other part of the list because I know somebody else wanted to do it. But um, to to take us away from the somber moods, uh, the other most influential celebrity deaths that I wanted to get to for this list, uh, one would be Tiger Woods' uh, pro golf career. Um, right. Two, two LeBron's Damn. real LeBron's real hairline. Uh, rest in peace uh -huh. to that. Um, rest in peace to Dwight Howard's career. We can go ahead and say Dwight Howard's career. Um, you know. Shout out to that. Uh, Greg Oden's knees. Uh, mm. Rest in peace to those. Um, Bill Cosby's career. Bill Cosby's. Uh, <laughs> uh, rest in peace to Bill Cosby's asshole in prison. Um, it's just. <laughs> there's so and many. Larry, Larry Nassar. Larry, yeah, Larry Nassar, that piece of shit. Uh, fuck you and rest in peace to your fucking asshole in prison. Um, Jared from Subway, bro. Yeah. Yeah, they've uh, been dusting him up for a minute, though. Rest, rest in peace. They've been dusting him up, and they've been Man, dusting All right, up, the last uh, three we just named is not rest in peace. The last three is rest in piss. Yeah, uh, and the dude in Penn State. What's his name? Oh, uh, Jerry Sandusky. Jerry Sandusky. Yeah. Fucking Sandusky. Uh, right. Piece of shit, yeah. So, uh... Man, we just went right back into somber shit. We, I was supposed to keep this funny. <laughs> you guys, man, you ain't supposed to do that. But, yeah, so... Sorry, Sanduki. You know, 
So, <laughs> oh man, here. So just to finish it off, the very last one. Rest in peace to the San Francisco Giants. Your guys' franchise, your guys' dynasty, you want to call it, is dead. You guys aren't winning shit for another 56 years. So be happy with the three you got. And but aren't the aren't aren't the Dodgers in a dry spell or am I kind of making stuff up? Nah, they're in a dry spell, but it ain't 56 years, so that's all I'm gonna say. Uh, all right. You know. But anyways, um, that'll conclude our uh, last segment of the podcast. Um, before we say goodbye to you guys, um, I want to plug everybody's uh, social media, uh, your Twitch, YouTube, whatever it is you want to get out and throw it out there for the people to go follow you or you know check out your content if you create it or whatnot so um, Alvin why don't you go ahead and shoot yours first we'll send it to Steph and then we'll shoot it right back around to me and then I'll send us off alright well you can find me on all social media at shooting supreme one word s-h-o-o-t-i-n s-u-r-p-e yeah I kind of botched that I was reading something but shooting yeah. supreme Shooting supreme. Yeah, I, I, I was reading something. My bad. My bad. Pump, 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 Steph. All right. Um, you can follow me on Twitch at EntBleeze. Twitch TV slash EntBleeze. Follow me on Twitch Twitter. Twitch.tv slash. Twitch.tv slash EntBleeze. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at EntBleezy. And you can follow me on the IG at IG, Instagram slash um, please 83 Alright. Oh, go ahead. I'm and, sorry to cut you off. And one more. You can uh, follow me on... No, I'm playing. I have nothing else. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. You just had to give me that one last rip. Um, yeah. And then you can follow me on Twitter at NickTheMook. Uh, on YouTube, NickTheMook. And on Twitch at twitch.tv slash NickTheMook. Um, I Instagram will probably be getting switched over to Nick the Mook pretty soon, so if you want to check that out and it, that's what it is, it'll be there. Um, other than that, uh, I will be creating a Twitter for the Three Pump Podcast. Um, so if you get followed by it and you happen to know us, do us a favor, follow us back. You know, give us a shout out, whatever. Help us out, help us grow. We'd appreciate it. We love you for that. Um, and another thing, I will be uploading this podcast, this exact episode to SoundCloud, Podbean, iTunes, and YouTube. So um, on all every single one of those out, uh, outlets, you can and follow Pornhub. us. And Pornhub. Yeah. God damn. At every single outlet <laughs> that I just named, you can follow us at The Three Pump Podcast. And just search us and you'll find us. Uh, subscribe to us, follow us, whatever. Uh, anything you can do, leave us a rating on iTunes. It'd be greatly appreciated. Um, and with that being said, thank you for listening and we'll see you on a third episode next week. Thanks. Hashtag 3PP. Hashtag 3PP. Pump, pump, pump. Peace.